You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further Weekly Podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. And I try and say that different every time. It always comes out exactly the same. I try and change my pacing <laughs> or maybe alter a word, but same thing every time. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you're here for another installment of Meet the Staff. We'd like to throw these in every once in a while so you can get to know your staff a little bit better. And I'm joined by Danielle Smalley, the Director of Experience, which sounds Woo-hoo. like a Star Wars title. <laughs> what do you do? do you, are you a Jedi? I w- can I say yes? No. Of course you can. <laughs> no, I am not a Jedi, although I should train for one. You know, the worship and production team, like they all love Star Wars and Marvel, and I'm going to, I'm working on fitting in better with that team. So you don't love those things? <laughs> no, I do. I'm just not like a fan is like to the level that they are. Yes. Well, welcome today. Uh, it's funny, as we were talking before. We started here. You said people ask when you and I are on stage together, do we script yes. what we're going to say to each other? And you said, of course we do. No. <laughs> Everything is scripted. <laughs> no, this is where I can say, like, I, I can walk both lines of being very controlling and very whatever go with the flow. <laughs> so when we go on stage, none of that is scripted. I mean, we have to say our name and that's usually about all we no, we have to do. The rest is just having fun. And, and it's funny because I, I get bored real easy. And mm. so I try and like, like when we do three services at Easter, mm. I want each one to be different. Yes. <laughs> and then we should change spots next time and see if anyone notices. That's a good idea. Our titles would be wrong then. Yes. I would be the Jedi director of experience <laughs> and you would be connections faster. We would probably bug our production team. They'd be really upset, like not getting it right. <laughs> like Derek's feeling right now? Probably. Derek Hughes spinning the dials. I love saying that even though there's no wheels to spin. It is all up and down. Oh, there's one. Thank you. <laughs> he just turned the one for me. Wish we had video right now. I know. It's great. <laughs> So, Danielle, how yes. long have you been at Kingsway? Well, um, we started attending. Uh, we are one of those Easter it was stories. On Easter, right? Yes, I thought yes. so. Yeah. Uh, 10 years. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, 10 years ago, we. Um, we walked in together as a family for the first time. Now, I had tried on, if you will, Kingsway a couple of times before then, and um, Chris was not ready, but we had been church shopping off and on since moving to Indiana, and we just couldn't find the right fit. You know, um, I was raised Catholic, so we checked out the Catholic churches, and that was not our jam. <laughs> and then we tried out Methodist because that was more his, you know, background, and um, again, just you know, he might like it and I just didn't. So the, the, the family couple thing just wasn't a, we couldn't find a fit. And then the Easter happened and we'd never looked back. So what made you like moving? That was the trigger to, to get back into church? No, it was always, um, growing up for the most part, my mom was really um, passionate about the kids. I have uh, three siblings, so there's four kids, mm-hmm. um, us attending church and, um, we would go with her and that and Catholicism was her background too. So that's kind of where that came from. Um, not my dad. And um, so we would go with my mom and we just did that every, pretty much every week. And it was a drive. It was about a, a 30 minute drive-ish from our house to the church. So it was a commitment. And my mom got involved in the 9am choir, which had the organ. And then the 11am was the cool one with the folk group. Oh, um, folk group. Yeah. So that's what we end up, me and my brothers ended up joining because we could play instruments. There was huh. guitars, there was a drum set. And so it was a big deal Wow. for our church. That was a big deal. Like you didn't have to sing, you know, very formally, yeah. you know, you could, you know, you had fun and it was, it was great. So that's, that was the thing. And then when I got, as I got older, um, 
and uh, you know, you kind of have to own your your faith and yeah. where you're going and what you're doing and who you're talking to. It was, I kept noticing this gap. The longer I was in this feeling like something was missing, the longer I'd go between my church stints, if you will, in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then Chris and I felt that we got married in the church I grew up in when we got married. And um, that was, uh, it was great, but we just could not find, he was interested, but it wasn't something that we pursued consistently. Mm-hmm. And so it just took some time to find, even in South Carolina where we were, uh, we lived for the first three years of our marriage. We just couldn't find a church there either. Um, and so then moving to Indiana uh, took a couple of years, and then we found Kingsway. So many people in our church, I hear the exact same story. I grew up Catholic. They mm. grew up Methodist. I was Pentecostal. A little bit of church background here didn't mean much. So th- so I, I can see why you guys would eventually together feel mm-hmm. at home here at Kingsway because mm-hmm. it does have the tendency to blend yeah. different backgrounds really well. Yeah, it really does. And you feel, we didn't feel out of place. Um, when we first came, it was the, the music was good. It was a little louder than anything I had experienced in a church. It before. wasn't a folk band. It was not. <laughs> it was. Not. Did you volunteer? <laughs> hey, I play triangle. <laughs> I love that joke. I, t- I, I mess with the worship team all the time, but I can play triangle. Let me in. Was that your instrument in the folk band? No, I did clarinet. I oh, learned um, bongos and that sort of thing. Like okay. I just did a lot of little, little, every, anything I could do, I did, you know, cause that was the time you tried everything. Um, but yeah, no, at Kingsway, it's just been so uh, open and we started to just, for us, it was at the pace we needed. It wasn't too fast. Um, but it wasn't too slow where we kind of got disengaged. And so we just kind of took our, our baby steps and what we call like a growth path today. But mm-hmm. at the time it was, you know, we just saw it as we're getting a little bit more connected, a little bit more connected, a little bit more. And eventually here we are. What made you come on staff? How did that all happen? Mm. So that's a great question. Um, You're still wondering why. I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> it was the promise of a lightsaber. But <laughs> just bring it back. <laughs> Megan, Megan has them for our ushers. So That's true. Yeah, it's text the word serve too. <laughs> um, so in, you know, as, as I'm growing in my faith and trying to figure out where, you know, what am I doing? Where am I going? The job I had was really, really good. Um, secular job. This is my first and, and only church, mm-hmm. you know, um, job and background. Uh, but working outside of, you know, the church world, the career was really important um, for, for a season and, you know, trying to juggle kids at the time we had two. And my husband's job was um, intense as well. Just a lot of, a lot of long hours um, and on call on the weekends. And then, you know, the job I was in, responsibility kept increasing, increasing, leading a team locally of anywhere from 50 to 60 folks. But we were responsible for the the service engineers across the United States, which, you know, any, at any t- time was between 500 and 700 guys wow. were juggling uh, in a medical industry, which is fast paced. I needed you yesterday. My machine's not working and it all for good reasons, all diagnostic type stuff. Mm. Um, you know, if you being tested, you know, if you're having a heart attack in this moment, are you pregnant? Are you um, drug analysis? All those things where that you need you need them now because no one wants to be the patient waiting and then being told, well, we can't, we can't tell if you are having a problem because our machine's down. So very high stress, high, um, fast pace, which I love, you know, go, go, go. And, um, but we got to this point in our, in our family life where it was like, okay, is this still what I want? Like, Mm -hmm. cause I, 
I'm missing, I feel like as responsibility, as you move up in leadership, you are sacrificing something or some things, plural. And it was, you know, time with my family. I was traveling more across the U.S., um, out to California, often for meetings, down to Texas. um, And it was just more and more. And I was feeling this weight and this tear in the family life. And Chris and I would talk about it. Chris is my husband. And I was like, I think there's something else. And um, and then we made the decision to try to have a third kiddo if that was, you know, God's plan. Let's see what happens. And, you know, then I get pregnant and... And that was a tough one uh, when she was um, when she entered the world. We had a really rough patch. That's a story probably for another day. But the twelve weeks of maternity leave were really tough. And when I came back to work, the wheels had fallen off the train. Really, and it was horrible. At your work, yes. Okay. And the team I had led, it was um, I had no idea. And um, I remember the first big you know leadership staff call I joined with my. Um, you know, VP of uh, North America and my cohorts across the U.S. And she informs me that um, she's going to be flying out with the executive director of HR for the company uh, in two days. So make sure I clear my schedule. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, And that was a really rough patch because, you know, that's when you find out that (laughs) basically everything you've done for the past whatever number of years leading this team has fallen apart. You're being questioned on everything. What happened? Why did all these people leave? Why is your team not working together? And, and I'd been out for 12 weeks with a kid and it was, again, it was a really, really hard 12 weeks. Um, joyful, but hard. And, um, (laughs) that moment, all I wanted to do was run. Mm. Not gonna lie. Like I was like, Oh, I don't, Nope, Nope, Nope. I've got enough to carry. Um, you have two, you know, an infant, two young kids, yeah. uh, a, a husband who's working, God, you know, tons of time. And I already had a work, believe it or not, I already had a staff meeting I had to fly out for four weeks after returning to work wow. to California. So I was like, oh, mm-mm. and I'm like, God, you know, those, those times when you're praying, I'm like, God, I just need something else. And he's, and he's like, no, you have to wait. Mm. And wow. it was a long, long wait. And, um, which is interesting as you know, you go through different studies and you read different stories of this, where are you God yeah. stuff. And um, I was mad, but I was like, okay, I have to, I have to fix this area. I have to, I have to stay here and use the giftings that I've been given and mm. figure out how, what I'm missing, where do I grow? How do I help other people and restore this part wow. uh, at work and, um, and navigate all the things with a, you know, returning to work after a, a kid, those, I've, those feelings and the hardship doesn't get better each time you have a kid and you go back to work. It gets as <laughs> it's, it's hard as it is with the first kid. Yeah. It just is. Um, at least it was for me. And, uh, you know, about nine months in, things are on the upswing. Things are, are being restored, if you will, at work. And, um, cause there's nothing like being in a place where you are no longer, you, or at least the feeling is you're no longer respected or trusted that because something's happened while you're gone, hmm. it was your organization and um, you, have to re- you have to rebuild everything that you had thought you had. Right. Um, and sometimes that's even harder. Yeah. And um, so just, that was really tough, a lot of work. And then I had a friend who had said, hey, you know, Kingsway has an opening if you're still, cause we, it was a life group thing and talking through just what I was feeling. I was still mm. looking for something else, but it wasn't my life's mission to get out and run now, you know, like it was when I first returned back to work, it was, mm. okay, God, I'm open. You know, your will, whenever you're ready, 
I'm ready. Yeah. And, but I'm going to stay here and keep doing the work you've got me to do. You yeah. got me here to do. And, um, we'll just see. And I didn't do a lot of job hunting or job searching. And my friend mentioned, Hey, Kingsway is mm-hmm. looking to hire at the time. I was a communications coordinator okay. and, um, I prayed on it and I researched it and I said, okay, well, and Chris and I talked and it was like, you know, this could be a thing and, but it's going to be a significant change. Like I was, I was paid well, Mm -hmm. um, at the other job and um, allowed us to be able to have our kids in things like private school or, um, a a nice daycare, you know, and stuff like that. And that was all going to change (laughs) pretty, pretty extremely, but other things would be, uh, opened up, like, you know, having more time with family, um, maybe not having to do full day day camps in the summer, you know, like I could do partial days and stuff like that. So those are are all things some people don't ever get to, uh, experience and some people have never had to worry about. So it just depends. Every family's different. Mm -hmm. Um, and had an interview and that, here I am. Wow. And that was what, five years ago? Uh, four. Yeah. I might've been five, I guess, maybe at the interview, right? 20, 16 was when I interviewed the summer of 16. So six almost. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. wow. That is true. <laughs> wow. Where are we? No, no, I'm sorry. Summer of 17. She was born in 16. That's okay. where I'm getting my, sorry okay. about that. So yep. I'm coming up in five years. Wow. Yep. Was it refreshing to, to give up all that leadership for, for a season where you, you were able to step back and think of our friend, Nate Mishler, who's mm-hmm. a resident here at Kingsway, owned a business, you know, was the guy to be answered, to, to answer all the questions. Everyone looked to him and, and, and then he comes to Kingsway on Tuesdays. He's a resident. He calls himself the low man on the totem pole and he says, it's great. <laughs> Did you feel that leaving a leadership position in the secular world and coming yeah. to Kingsway? Yeah, there, there was definitely a change and, um, a sense that I could, at the end of the day, leave work, and I got to leave work, and I mm-hmm. just got to be, you know, be mom, be wife, be friend, and and that was it. I didn't have to worry about anything else, and that mm-hmm. was it. Was it was refreshing? I think that's a good word. Yeah, but it was short lived. It was. <laughs> 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 yes, it was. I love what Matt said. I, I forget where it was at. So we we were at some function with some of our uh, church members, and and he said something like, "Danielle, just." She just keeps, we keep finding roles for her because she has all this talent and all these ideas and she just keeps like naturally and, and just hearing your story in the secular, secular world, I'm, I'm sure in the Navy, we haven't even touched on that, oh, but <laughs> you found, you know, ways where you are just very important to organizations and, mm-hmm. and that's happened here at Kingsway. And so all of a sudden you're the director of experience and really leading us into the next 10 years, whatever that looks like technology wise, worship yeah. experience wise, it's, it's exciting. It is. Um, and I'm reminded constantly, thankfully, uh, that uh, God gives me <laughs> good people around me. That's really so mm. important. You know, being young and immature, you know, you think you know everything and you think you got to do all the things and um, or be all the things, maybe all, all of that. But as I've grown, it's, I understand now when you were hearing from people older than me or, you know, yourself, and you, and you, as you're, as you're maturing in your career, just surround yourself with people who know how to do things or do the things you don't know how to do. And it's so, so, so important. Um, for instance, in the room, like you already mentioned him, but Derek Hughes, who is um, a fantastic videographer and is willing to learn things like podcasting right. um, so that we can try something new and see if it's going to work. And um, if, you know, if I didn't have that person, this person right here across from me on the team, uh, we wouldn't be able to do the things that we're doing like this today. Yeah. And so it's really important. And I'm so fortunate to have people who are also talented, but willing to try 
because um, we never know if we're going to get it right. And oftentimes we get it right because we've made mistakes or failed a few times before, yeah. you know, so super important. You mentioned your group. We'll, we'll close kind of with that. Just in, in all your life experiences, you've been in so many different places with so many different types of people. Mm. H- how important has those group experiences, whether it's a life group at church, whether it's your, your women's flourish group, whether it's in the Navy, you had, maybe you had a couple of folks that were, you know, close to you. How yeah. important has that been to walk through life together? Uh, it, I don't know if I have a great word except to say very important. I don't, you know, when you, when you feel like you're alone, it can be crushing. And so going through that season um, in the secular world in that trend, that, that almost year where God was like, no, you have to sit here and wait. Um, man, that was deflating. Mm-hmm. And it, it took, it was hard to open up and share that because, you know, growing up, especially with the Navy background and stuff, being in a, in a very male dominant industry, women were not encouraged at all to have any emotion or talk about that kind of stuff because it was seen as weak. Mm. And um, it took a lot to be able to find people and specifically other women who I could lean on and be open like that, but also learn that there are men in the world who are okay with that and will also encourage me even when I have a moment where I'm quote unquote weak and it's really not weakness. It's being in tune with the emotions God's given us and being okay, being sad or mad or glad or, whatever other Dr. Seuss word works there, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's, it's so important to find people you can trust. And sometimes you will be betrayed and that's okay because God's still there. God's still good. And other times, unfortunately, you know, I'm the one that did the betrayal. I didn't even realize I did it. Um, or I hope I didn't realize that'd be awful, but, um, we all do that. And cause the world's broken, but we don't stop trying to grow and get connected to people. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing some of your story here today as you you. got to know Danielle Smalley. Uh, If you're looking for relationship, if you're looking for groups, feel free to reach out to us, alinch at kingswaychurch.org.